uh, Kendrick Lamar won a Grammy in all but name. Well, yeah. Let's pull up the nominations for this Grammy he won in our hearts. The Grammy for Album of the Year. Rachel, did you watch the Grammys this year by chance? I didn't. Did mom do her normal thing where she bought the CD? No, she didn't. Oh, wow. Has she been doing that or did that stop a while ago? I mean, it used to definitely be a thing, but I don't think she does it anymore. I remember when we were growing up, we got the Grammy nominees CD every year, and I don't remember it ever stopping. I don't think they've stopped. Let's pull up the track list for that. The 2016 Grammy CD. Gotta wait for my internet. (laughs) So Rachel, are you aware that Taylor Swift won Album of the Year for 1989? I am aware. Have you listened through to Pimp a Butterfly? What's that? To Pimp a Butterfly is the Kendrick Lamar album that was also nominated. It's basically swept all the rap categories. I have listened to it. I just didn't know the name of it. What do you think of it? I liked it. The first time I listened to it, I downloaded it on Spotify, and then I went for a bike ride. Uh, what's your favorite song from To Pimp a Butterfly? Um... Is it just called, like, I? I, yeah. I like that one. It's the only one I remember the name of. I, I, like, don't listen to it now. It was just that one time. It was, like, a good experience. I I bump King Kunta on the regular. I love that song. I also like that one, now that you mention it. Chris, what's your favorite song? All Right. All Right is very good. Rachel, have you seen the video for All Right? No. Should I do that? You should. It's one of those things where I have no idea what's going on in it, but you can just tell from watching that it's important. Did we just lose Chris? Yeah, we definitely lost Chris. What's that, like, whoosh sound? What whoosh? Oh, you know what? I'm listening to the music video. I thought that was coming from Chris. (laughs) I was like, this is spooky. Yeah, it says call dropped. Chris is offline. Disaster. His phone probably died. Am I right? <laughs> Chris's phone battery strikes again. It drops me for, like, no reason, I swear. Hi, Chris. Now that we're talking about All Right, I can mention how Kendrick Lamar, All Right, lost Song of the Year to Ed Sheeran. Wait, I didn't realize that he lost to Ed Sheeran for Song of the Year. Did he only take home rap Grammys? Yeah, I think so. He swept the rap category. He's, I knew that he swept the rap categories, but I can't believe that he didn't win anything from the mainstream ones. Did he get any Blank of the Year awards? Rach, you still there? Yeah. Just let us know when you're done with the video. They're drinking like a 40 right now. <laughs> yep, that sounds like the right video. To Pimp a Butterfly is basically the blackest album of music that has ever been made. I like the name. All Right didn't win Best Music Video Grammy. That's another... What? <laughs> what possibly beat... <laughs> I can't believe that. Bad Blood. What beat it? But th- get this. Kendrick Lamar was in the Bad Blood music video. That's got to be the most bittersweet experience. <laughs> That's so... Well, I guess I'll go up on stage. <laughs> I can't... Rachel, do you agree with me when I say that Bad Blood is kind of a bad song? Um, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like the music video. It is kind of a bad song. Do you want to tell us how much you like 1989 just to get your opinion in? Yeah, sure. Let me look some things up so I can be coherent. 
I don't know if I've listened to any of it other than the singles that I would have heard like on the radio. Let's see. I didn't like the album cover that much. And for a while, it's like just a picture of like half of her face. Is it like the second worst album cover of the last year? I'm sure there's worse. Oh, there's definitely worse. One of them is the cover to our podcast. I don't know. My freshman year roommate, he bought the album just for the packaging, which included 32 Polaroid photographs of Taylor Swift. So he doesn't really buy CDs, but I guess the packaging and the album cover made him want to buy it. Just Matt's two cents. Well, I know like Taylor Swift, I think she moved to New York City before like the album came out. And like the first... Is this the one... Is this the one that she said was her first certified pop album? Yes. Okay. And I've been listening to Taylor Swift since I was in like fifth grade. She was actually like a country singer. So it was like hard for me to like hear that. What are the songs that you like out of this album? If you were making a Spotify playlist, which of which of these are in your playlist? Because I happen to know how you run Spotify and it is just a single playlist of 800 songs. <laughs> That I sometimes just dip into on shuffle. Well, I liked Wildest Dreams, and I didn't like it until I woke up really early one morning and I turned on MTV for whatever reason, and it was the Wildest Dreams music video. And I was like, first of all, it's a miracle. MTV is playing music and not (laughs) trash reality TV. And then she's like in Africa, and she's shooting a 50s, like africa safari movie and her hair is like black and short and she like looks so good she obviously is like in love with someone because it's a taylor swift song (laughs) they get into like a huge fight while they're on set and they break up and then they see each other at the premiere it's just so good and that's my favorite what else is in the top tier from 1989 shake it off was fun for like a week or two and then it got shake it off I forgot that Shake It Off was on this. I hate Shake It Off so much. Why do you hate it? Because it's really repetitive. Like, the song itself is repetitive, but when the world has that song on repeat one for, like, a year, it's too much. Yeah. What album was I Knew You Were Trouble When You Walked In on? Ooh, Red. Okay, that was uh, that was on the one that lost to Random Access Memories. And there was that great gif of Taylor Swift hearing them say, and then she thought she won and started to celebrate, but then they didn't say Red. They said Random Access Memories. <laughs> and then those two robots got the award instead. Of course they wore their little masks to the ceremony. They're not that hard to find without their masks online, but it's kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I prefer to just keep it a secret. Do you guys know that Max Martin, he has songwriting credits on six of the 13 songs? For which one? For 1989. You guys need to, you need to look up who Max Martin is right now. I didn't realize this until very recently, but Max Martin single-handedly has written collectively what we know as pop music for the last 15 years. Oh, he's done like the Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, and NSYNC. Yeah, Hit Me Baby One More Time, It's Gonna Be Me, NSYNC, I Kissed a Girl, So What, Pink. Since You've Been Gone. Dark Horse, We're Never Ever Getting Back Together, Oh My God, E.T. This man has no credit. And he's single-handedly yeah, done what everything. what is going on? <laughs> it's I've the, never heard I'm of like looking, I'm looking at a guy who like is the music industry, and the music industry has a really terrible haircut. Yeah, he looks 
He looks weird. He does. He's Swedish. He has written and co-written 21 Billboard Hot 100 number one hits. He's third behind Paul McCartney and John Lennon for number one singles on that chart. In early 2013, his single sales were tallied by the Hollywood Reporter to be at over 135 million. He's listed under the winners for Album of the Year for 1989. As he should be, probably. (laughs) Anyway, 1989. Not my thing. Chris and I think that Butterfly should have won. Rachel, did you see his uh, performance at the awards? I didn't. Aw, you should watch that now, too. All right. Just search for Kendrick Lamar Grammys and then play it. Should be about six minutes long. All right, I've clicked on the link. They're walking out in chains. He looks different than I remember him in this. I like the saxophone. Yeah, the guy in the jail cell and the saxophone is rocking pretty hard. He looks like he got bigger from what I remember. I used to remember him looking kind of, you know, smaller, smaller frames, but he looks like he's got like a a big frame. Yeah, he's got a personal trainer now. I can't believe that he chose Blacker the Berry as the song to play on the Grammys. Do you think he got to choose? I don't think that the white people that run the Grammys picked this song for him, (laughs) if that's what you're asking. Oh, I like the -the glow-in-the-dark thing they have going on. Yeah, that's a really great turn when that happens. This, uh, This performance pretty much captures what I mean when I said that this was a very black album. There's like, it, I don't even mean black as in ghetto or... It's dark. <laughs> I just mean that it's very much about being black. There's a fire. Just a huge yeah. bonfire. Something that I think is easy to overlook is how good he sounds on the microphone, even though he's live. Yeah. Because like Adele had a really bad night in terms of her voice when she did the Grammys like on the same stage. But he sounds he sounds great. Did Adele blame the monitors or anything? Uh, I think she did say that it had to do with technical issues, but I don't know if she like threw anyone under the bus for it. Pretty common thing, actually. If, like, I know that she knows what's a right note and a wrong note. It's more of a matter of can you hear yourself? Yeah, I think that was the thing that she blamed. That is a huge fire, though. The inmates' prison numbers represented Nat Turner's famous slave revolt, which took place August 21st through 23rd, 1831 in Southampton County, Virginia. That's a pretty intense callback. I can literally see him, like, spitting in, like, this close-up shot. He is literally spitting fire. And then what continent is that at the end? Africa? I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it might be Africa. Oh yeah, Rage, that's Africa. <laughs> oh no, it says Compton on it though. I think that might be symbolic. 